When you are looking to make some of the biggest changes in your life, in your health, in your family, whatever that is, are you chasing the most effective way to do so? Or are you chasing whatever is put right in front of you? Welcome to Break and Build, where we take a break from your day to build your life in a positive way. I am going to be your host, Billy Lutz. And so today, what we are going to do is break down upstream versus downstream effects. So maybe you guys have heard me talk about this in a couple other episodes before, but today we're really going to start breaking it down because I really want you guys to start understanding this fundamentally, not just for health, but it's commonly thought about in health when we compare modern medicine versus Chinese medicine or whatever you want to call that. So basically looking at the body as a segmented piece in comparison to look at the body as a whole functioning organism. So when we look at the body as a integrated but separate segmentation. So what I mean by that, let's take the Western medicine approach for the body. Typically thinking they'll say, hey, something's wrong with this specific organ. Let's just say something's wrong with your lungs. What do they do? They're going to either throw antibiotics at it. They're going to look at operating on it. They're going to look at doing something, x-rays at the specific organelle, the organism that's going on right there. What they don't do is say, hey, I wonder why something's going on with your lungs or why are you feeling symptoms in your lungs or what could be going on in your life, in your body, in the holistic organism as a whole that maybe could be contributing towards it. Maybe there's something that's going on in different spaces as opposed to just saying, hey, let's focus on the lung. Let's see what the lung's doing. Let's see where it's at. That's going to be a downstream effect. As soon as you feel a symptom or something comes up in your life, we can extrapolate this to every single part of our life, but let's focus on health before we take it to that different step. What happens when, let's say, oh, I have a headache. So modern society, at least in the Western side of the world, has trained us to go get Advil, right? Go get aspirin. Go get a cold pack and put it on your head. Go do anything that's going to alleviate that headache. That is going to be what we call a downstream effect. We are not asking any questions. We are not looking to get to the next answer. We are simply looking at what we are presented and we are just taking that for face value. We are not trying to go up and beyond any other type of reasoning of questions of reaching towards another thing and we are just literally stuck in this weird mentality of oh here it is right in front of our face shiny dangly carrot let's handle this thing but what actually happens when we're always handling downstream effects could you imagine let's say that you're in the forest right and you need to get to the upper part of the river in order to get the most fertile water, uh, fertile land, pure water, everything that you need is going to be upstream. But every single time that you go towards out of the forest, you see the stream, right? And you see in the distance, the upstream, but you're sitting at the downstream and you're focused on cleaning up everything that comes out of this downstream river. Like, oh, a rock came out. Let's go ahead and put the rock back into place. Oh, the water's getting the grass too wet over here. Let's make sure that we uh, try to allocate some of the water into something else, right? And you never really get to the top of the stream where you could just build a little bit of a dam 
that would slow the water down just a little bit and it would handle the entire river instead of trying to like slowly walk your way up of the river and start handling the grooves of how the river has been made and just like trying to like manipulate the downstream part of the river as opposed to getting all the way to the top of the river and you're like, oh, it looks like we had some erosion up here in the last couple weeks. No wonder why the downstream of the river is being all hectic. Why don't we just go ahead and like build back up a little bit of this dam mechanic that looks like it has been washed away from erosion and then the river won't be flowing through as powerfully and it will be placed right back into equilibrium throughout the entire downstream because now there's not going to be a super powerful river coming through kicking out rocks and washing off the soil and everything's eroding all the way downstream it's now flowing back into equilibrium think of that as your body let's take that headache for an example Let's say it's two o'clock on a Tuesday and you have a headache. And it seems like every other day, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays, you're getting headaches at 2 p.m. on Tuesday. Let's just say 9 a.m. on Tuesday mornings, you decide to go to yoga class. You love yoga class, it's amazing. But what you don't know is that yoga class Right before you get in there, they spray all of these chemicals in there so that the room is free of viruses and bacteria. And every day, you go in there, you start sweating, you start absorbing these things. As you start getting into an upper respiratory state, meaning working out, your pores open up so they become a whole lot more susceptible into absorbing some of these things. And so then what happens? You're absorbing it, you're working out. While yes, you are moving lymphatics, you're also absorbing toxins and inhaling all these toxins from all the chemicals that they're spraying throughout the studio at the same time. And then you come home, everything feels good, you feel great, and then what happens? Later on in the day, you get this headache. So instead of asking yourself questions of just being curious, one of the biggest things that you could ever do in your life is just get way more curious about almost everything that you're being presented. It's gonna give you so much more examples. But instead you just say, hey, I'm feeling a, a headache right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't care to question it. I'm just gonna pop an aspirin. Boom, aspirin popped, headache goes away. You covered up your symptom. You didn't address the problem. You're looking way downstream. You're only addressing what's given, given right in front of you instead of addressing the situation, the downstream effect. You wanna address the upstream effect. You wanna say, hmm, get curious. Here it is. I wonder why I'm getting headaches on these days. Huh, what do I do today that's different than the other days? Huh, I do yoga. Hmm, what do I eat for lunch? Do I, after yoga, do I go out to lunch to a specific place that I don't go out to every single other day, right? You start getting curious about this. When you start getting curious about things, everything else starts making sense. Everything else starts breaking down into a perfect logical place when you start just getting curious about why is this happening to me? And what do I do differently? Just ask yourself these simple questions that can start chasing things upstream. A really common example is in our society, it's toxicity, it's constantly toxicity. I hate to keep bringing this up guys, but it's truly true that there's so much toxicity in our society. You move into a new place, you get a new piece of furniture, you're going out to eat, you know, you're going wherever you're going, that toxicity just seeps into our life from so many different places from being around streets that have way too many cars around them. Guys, 
if you're around a street or a highway that has a decent amount of traffic, you can check out the website. It's called iqair.com. They sell these devices because they're really passionate about it. But I've learned about it in my master's that the closer you are to one of these busy streets, the higher the correlation to head and neck cancers long-term in your life. Because what happens? You're inhaling these carbon monoxide ingredients, right? Like you're constantly being around these things. And so instead of saying, oh, you know, I just moved and now I'm really close to a busy street. Now I'm getting headaches. What you do is you pop an aspirin and what does that do, guys? It covers up the things that are most important. We always want to be asking why. The more you can ask why, let's take the headache back for an example. Why am I getting a headache? Hmm, I don't know. Well, what day is it today? It's Tuesday. When was the last time I got a headache? I got it on Saturday. Okay, so it's Tuesday, Saturday. Is there not another day that comes about, right? So here's a question line for you. You're gonna have to take this and put it into your life. Oh yeah, oh, I get it on Thursday as well. What do I do on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday? Oh, well, I go to yoga and then after yoga, I go out to eat with Sally and Sue and we see, we go to Panera Bread every single day and what do I have? I have the same thing. I have uh, broccoli and cheddar soup. Okay, well, there's a couple things in there that could be going wrong. Broccoli and cheddar soup, uh, soup is going to have bread in it. So there could be a wheat intolerance. There could be a dairy intolerance. It could be something to do with yoga or it could be a combination of all three. So what's a good way to go about this is to just remove one of those things and see if anything changes. Remove two of those things. See if it changes. Remove three of those things. See if it changes. If it does not, then maybe that's not what it is. Maybe there's something else that happens during that time frame. But especially when you're in some type of health crisis, this is super imperative and important that you guys start to ask these questions. You want to start really getting into the mindset of when somebody presents something to you. Ooh, I have a sore throat today. Okay. Why do I have a sore throat? Did I do anything differently? Have I not been sleeping so well? Have I not been caring for myself? Have I been eating worse foods? Have I not been eating organic food? Um, was I around some type of concert venue where there was smoke in the air? Was I at a barbecue where there was smoke? Was it a bonfire? You know, think about all those different things and then your body presents the symptoms telling you what could be the thing that you need to start chasing. You wanna go upstream and then upstream, and then ask another question until you get to a place where even if it's like, oh, well, I found that. Okay, it's the bonfire. Or, oh, let's say take it to the yoga. Here's the next question. Why is my body having trouble eliminating, removing, getting around this compound? It's not so much that it's the compound that I have to avoid. Maybe it is, but my questions towards the top always end up being, why can my body not seem to handle this particular situation? Whether it's the energy thing, whether it's me getting sick, whether it's this, that, or the other, it usually comes down to why is the body having problems around this? Is it a toxic overburden? Have I been not treating myself properly over a too long of a period of time and now I'm having trouble doing this? Or 
Is there some type of congestion in my system? Is my liver overburdened? Have I been eating crappy food for 30, 40, 50 years and expecting my body to be making healthy organs? And now I just kind of accept that and I know that making changes right now, organs change over every couple months, but I'm gonna have to really start overloading my food choices in the positive direction to really start giving my body, number one, a break from the toxins. Oftentimes when you get a break from toxins, you start to feel cruddy because now your body's not trying to manage everything. It's like, okay, now I can start releasing things. So what happens when your body's like, okay, I actually have a break now from ingesting these toxins and I'm not just trying to stay afloat. I can now try to start eliminating things and there could be like a die-off symptom. There could be a detoxification symptoms. So don't always think that symptoms are bad like we talked about because they are your friend, but you want to understand like what is going on and why is it going on. And so this can be applied to other areas of your life as well. Think about your family. Oh, me and my wife always fight. Well, is it that you and your wife always fight? Okay, well, that's a downstream effect. What's the, why do me and my wife seem to fight? Well, you know, I show up late to our date nights. Okay, well, why do you show up to your date lights? Oh, well, you know, I'm just not really having fun in the date nights anymore. Okay, well, why aren't you having fun? You know, you see what I mean? You can keep asking that question until it really gets to the top. It's like, well, I just haven't been feeling myself. Why haven't you been feeling yourself? Well, I haven't been taking enough time to myself to be able to like rejuvenate. And it, it seems like whenever I show up to date nights, I'm just not myself anymore. Oh, okay. Well, how, and then the question becomes, how can you change this to make this become better? Think about in your, if you're talking about a financial situation, I never have money, okay? So what's the, the first initial thing is to just try to budget or not spend money. Okay, well, why don't you have money? Well, I really like to shop, okay? Well, why do you like to shop? Well, shopping makes me feel good. Okay, well, why aren't you feeling good? Well, I just don't really feel that confident in myself. Okay, well, why don't you feel confident in yourself? Well, I feel like I'm out of shape. Okay, so how can you get in shape? See how upstream we are on that? We're not like playing with the downstream thing. Because then if you take that upstream effect, it's like pulling the bottom Jenga block out of a puzzle and the whole thing collapses. And it just becomes this wonderful way of intertwining a completely new habit action into your life. So it's like, boom, there it is. That's, that's the reason. When you can get to no further, you can't think of another why. When you can't think of another why, then the question becomes how. How do I change this? How do I go about this? Maybe it's you're uninspired at your job. Okay, well, how can I become inspired in my job? Maybe it's like, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur and I've just never had the courage to. Well, how can you start becoming an entrepreneur right now? So chasing the things that matter most, finding the things that are holding you back, asking why till you can't find another why, and maybe you just don't understand the whys and you need some professional help, a functional medicine practitioner when it comes to health. Maybe you need some type of functional family counselor. I don't know if that's actually a thing in a functional realm, but not just looking after <clears throat> the Western way of doing things where we segment things, where it's like, okay, your psychology is off. Okay, here's some Zoloft. It's like, dude, that's way far down there. We, we're way far away from that. That's like the last thing we need to try after we've asked thousands of questions to ourselves before we get to the medicine part. We wanna know, why, 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 why? And if we can't find the why, we need to find somebody that knows more about the whys 
And then once they know all about the whys, then we're gonna start asking the hows together, right? Finding that team to make sure that you guys are succeeding in the long run. So now when, when you're presented with problems in your life, I want you guys to think about Am I focusing on the downstream effects way too much? I am like treading water. I am trying to swim as fast as I can at the <laughs> end of a river that is just way too powerful when I could just literally get out of the river, swim sideways, and then start to walk up the river to the top by asking myself some questions. So ask yourself the questions, get more intuitive, listen to yourself more, and try to be a lot more curious about your life because getting curious about your life is going to help your life become a whole lot more smooth, a lot better, and a lot more efficient, and it's gonna equal a whole lot less pain, and that's really what we're totally after. We don't wanna use pain as a motivator because when, when you're in pain, it's good at times, but it becomes very, very challenging when your life is constantly pain-ridden to keep wanting to try to get more efficient and be proactive. Those are kind of like separate entities. You wanna get out of this pain, get into the proactive lane, and start asking those whys all the way till you get to the how, and then start shifting the how, and you're gonna change that rectangular cycle to be more in your benefit and less painful in the long run. So I just wanna say thank you guys for being here. We're gonna to try to keep these episodes as efficient as possible. I wanna cover a lot, but I wanna be efficient and make sure that you guys get a nice jump start to your week and that you guys are having a whole lot of fun. So. I appreciate you tuning in. As always, if anybody is out there that is struggling with anything that we are talking about or you want to have a group come together because when you do things together as a group, as a family, you're declaring, as a family, we're committing to eat organic. We're committed to think a little bit differently. We're committing to do all these things to be more connected. When you have a group setting where every time somebody feels a little bit out of place, out of accountability, everybody's like, no, dude, come on, get in here. Like we're doing this together as an entity. It becomes exponentially more impactful in each and everybody's life. So thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys have a marvelous day, week and month and year and many years to come. I'm gonna see you guys out on the next episode. <laughs>